A British National Register of Accredited Practitioners who provide non-surgical cosmetic treatments received 87 complaints from people in the Republic of Ireland in 2022. The British government-backed group Save Face, which established a register of practitioners who provide treatments like Botox and dermal fillers, received 2,824 complaints overall last year regarding unregistered practitioners. 87 of those complaints came from the Republic of Ireland. Our reporter Ashling Maloney has more. Okay, so on Saturday I went to get my lips dissolved. This is before, this is after we numbed them. This was straight after they were so swollen, like they were absolutely huge. Then the swelling This is a TikTok video by Rebecca Cus Kelly. She has nearly 16,000 followers on TikTok and she's showing her followers how she got her lip filler dissolved. Swelled up, my lips were absolutely massive. This means removing the dermal filler that made her lips look plump and revert back to her normal lips. My lips had started to go slightly lumpy and when I got it done they literally went back to how they were and I couldn't get over it and I was actually really happy with them. I'm 28 so I think when I first got lip filler done I would have been around 20 and then that's something that continued to get done. Um, I got fillered in my cheeks as well. I've had a few non-invasive like collagen treatments put into my skin um, and then I get Botox done on the regular. In Ireland, anyone can administer dermal filler. It differs from Botox, which can only be prescribed and administered by a doctor or dentist. Dermal filler can be bought by anyone and they don't have to have any training on how to inject it. For example, I could purchase dermal filler on Alibaba.com for around €30 Euro per syringe. And these even have the CE mark, which says it conforms with EU safety standards. So when I did first get my lips done... There was like always a slight bump there in it, um, in the top of my lip. And that never really, no matter who I went to next, it just was always there. So the only way to get rid of that was to like dissolve them completely. But I didn't go back to the person. I actually never went back there again. Looking back on it, I definitely would not have checked if they were a doctor, which is something now which I do. Uh, check because you can get filler done literally anywhere. I think you could go down to your hairdressers nearly nowadays and get filler done. Only seek treatment from a doctor, nurse, dentist or prescribing pharmacist. That's the advice from Save Face, a UK government recognised organisation that has an approved register of accredited practitioners. It also allows people to make complaints about unregistered practitioners. There is no register or organisation like this in Ireland. In 2022, Save Face had 87 complaints coming from people in the Republic of Ireland, reporting concerns about treatments given here. The majority were about dermal fillers. Ashton Collins is the director of Save Face. Yeah, we get complaints um, from people in the Republic of Ireland and I think that is because when they don't have anywhere else to turn, they they come to us to seek help and guidance, um, which is why we, we get complaints. If you have a treatment with a regulated healthcare professional, then of course you could complain to their statutory regulators. Um, but the problem that, that we see a lot of is that people have treatment with non-healthcare professionals and really those people are unaccountable. And quite often that when things go wrong, they can close the doors on you and you know fail to respond to your requests for help. And then you are left you know, to, in isolation and, and have to fend for yourself essentially. 
Over the last five to ten years, I mean, this industry has grown exponentially. I mean, it's worth about four billion pounds in the UK. And, you know, it's only getting bigger and treatment scopes and, you know, different treatments coming into the market are becoming, you know, more and more frequent. And they are becoming, you know, more and more popular because they are documented on things like social media. And the more people see them, the more people want them. And that in turn feeds the amount of unscrupulous practitioners and untrained practitioners that come into the market. The Health Products Regulatory Authority in Ireland regulates dermal fillers insofar as making sure the product on the market here meets regulations and the HPRA encourages the public to get in touch to report adverse incidents. But it is the lack of regulation around exactly who is injecting the dermal filler that is the concern for plastic surgeons and dermatologists who often see patients coming to them to rectify a botched job. Here is Professor Katrina Ryan, consultant dermatologist at the Institute of Dermatologists. Dermal fillers are a medical device. There's much less legislation around it because it isn't a medicinal product. So I've heard of you know young girls even ordering them themselves on, on the internet um, and injecting into themselves. Um, and that's the same throughout Europe. You know, I don't think we have any lesser regulation um, around that. And it's very difficult for the government to, to do anything about it for that reason. The issue is when it comes to complications with dermal fillers, so lots of different things can happen, it need to be dealt with by medical professionals, those who can prescribe. And if we do need to dissolve a filler, it, it is only a prescription medication called hyaluronidase that can break it down. Those of us who are in, you know, cosmetic medicine um, really do feel strongly that the only people who should be able to um, use the medical device of a, um, of a dermal filler are those who can treat the complications. If somebody has gone to, you know, their, their, their local nail shop to have their lips done, there, there isn't the same vigilance over that, that, that sector. And our big concern, I suppose, is, is you know, the safety of, of the general public. And often it's younger women. It, it's the, this population who will go to, to, to places that don't have medical professionals administering products, especially because they can't, they can't afford the mainstream places. She says she has seen an increase in the number of people coming to her looking to get their lip filler dissolved, usually because they don't like the outcome. And the funny thing is often they don't even go back to where they got it done, you know, even though they're unhappy because they know they shouldn't have gone there in the first place. And often um, the the types of centres that they've had it done in don't have the ability to administer the hyaluronidase in the first place. In a statement to Morning Ireland, the Department of Health said it is working with the HPRA in considering the current regulation of dermal fillers in Ireland and further consideration may be required in relation to this regulation in the future. Professor Ryan says she thinks the surge in demand for lip fillers in the last five years will fade out again. But is it a beauty regime that's hard to abandon? Here's Rebecca Koskelly again. Would you say you're addicted to getting any type of filler or Botox? So I do think like once you get one thing done, you do then want to get another thing done. Because like when I first got my lips done, I remember I was like so scared. And then after process, I was like, oh my God, wasn't that fine? So the next thing I suppose you're like, oh, that's going to be okay. But you do have to remember like to just stop yourself. And that report was from Ashling Maloney.